Welcome to the Comic Web's Old Time Radio Podcast. Each week we feature an episode from the golden years of radio. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs, comic books, and more. Check us out at comicweb.com. You'll get some of my brief commentary after the episode. This week we have The Man Called X, Treason at White Sands. Now we present Herbert Marshall as The Man Called X, the Saturday night feature on NBC's five-show festival of comedy, music, mystery, and drama. Brought to you by Chesterfield, the only cigarette that gives you mildness plus no unpleasant aftertaste. The cigarette that brings you Bing Crosby and Bob Hope. By RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, first in television. And by the makers of Anison for fast relief from pain of headache, neuritis, neuralgia. Herbert Marshall as the man called X. Wherever there is mystery, intrigue, romance, in all the strange and dangerous places of the world, there you will find the man called X. Well, now, wait a minute. A couple of fellas I think you know seem to have some time on their hands. Or have they? Say, Bing, you got a minute? Oh, sure, Bob. We got all the time in the world. Don't tell me you own that, too. Oh, never mind that stuff. Get to work, will you? Okay. Folks, better-tasting Chesterfield is the only cigarette that combines for you mildness with no unpleasant aftertaste. And you can prove that yourself. Just make our mildness test. Buy Chesterfield, then open them and enjoy that milder, mellow aroma. Now light one up, and you'll know Chesterfield's milder because it smokes milder. And Chesterfield leaves no unpleasant aftertaste. That fact has been confirmed by the country's first and only cigarette taste panel. Yes, mildness and no unpleasant aftertaste are what you and I and every smoker want. Hurry up, Dad. Here comes the music. By Chesterfield, Chesterfield, the one that proves his case. Yes, Chesterfield, the milder, milder, plus no aftertaste. Oh, ho, open the pack and give him a sniff. Then you smoke him. Lisbon, Portugal, capital city of a neutral country, long-time crossroads for international business and finance, and a clearinghouse, too, for espionage. It's midnight, and two men make their way along a dark, narrow street near the harbor. One of them is a Portuguese CID agent, and the other, Ken Thurston, the man called X. This is number 316. That next shot must be the one. Quite correct, Senor Thurston. I was here this afternoon. Is there a rear entrance to the place? No. Only this one door. Hmm. Shall we knock or force our way in? I will not. If those curves inside, you can't get away. I'm out of jurisdiction here, so you better make the arrest. With pleasure, Senor Thurston. I do not like spies. Nor do I. Dilsko, come on out. You don't have a chance. I'll show you the through the door. Well, if he wishes to fight, don't. Dilsko! Dilsko! Never mind, he can't hear you. Too bad. Too bad, yeah. That's always the trouble when you shoot first and ask questions later. What? Who's going to answer the questions now? 
this stuff is dynamite. Yes, almost literally, Chief. But that new White Sands project is top secret. Not to the person who wrote those reports, where they're practically day-to-day progress charts. Here, look at this one. Details of the radar scope that's being used on the new XV-7 guided missile. How the devil did Bilsko get a hold of them? They were sent to regularly by somebody in Alamo Gordo, New Mexico. Here are a couple of Manila envelopes I found in his room. Hmm. Typewritten. No name or return address. Postmarked Alamo Gordo. It's too bad Bilsko was killed. He might have gotten him to talk. Hmm. How long are the Lisbon police going to keep his death quiet, Ken? Four days. That's the best they do. Hmm. Not much time. And there's not much to go on. Well, I can look for the typewriter that found this out and something else, Chief. I don't think Bosco's agent is actually connected with the White Sands project. What do you mean? I mean, these reports are worded as though they're second-hand information. I think the spy is somebody who has a good chance to talk with workers from the project. Well, could be. Then there's one other possible angle, Chief. That's the one I'm going to hit first. What one is that? The postmaster in Alamo Gordo, New Mexico. Packages for Lisbon have been coming through here for a couple of months now. Several of the boys have commented about it, wondering who was sending them. No, they're not alone. That's what I'm wondering. What do you think? I'm afraid I can't tell you. But I do know where they're being dropped. We pick them up from a mailbox at the Desert Butte Hotel. Desert Butte Hotel? Yeah, it's one of the bigger hotels in town. A lot of engineers and officials from White Sands Project live there. I see. Well, I guess that's all for now, Mr. Bartley. I wonder if you'd call me if any more of the stuff comes in. Glad to, Mr. Pearson. Uh, we'll cooperate in every way possible. Uh, where can I locate you? I'll be at the Desert Butte Hotel. Goodbye, Mr. Bartley. Oh, I beg your pardon. Oh, no! Hello, Mr. Pearson. Hey, John. <laughs> small world, isn't it, Mr. Pearson? Too small. Wonder how they're coming along on that rocket to the moon. Well... The way I heard it, they think that they oh, will... Never mind, What's the idea of the violin case? This? Oh, it's to carry my violin in. No. No, no, honest, this is the truth. I sing and play it simultaneous. You know, strictly Strauss, you understand. la dee day day Stuff like that. Well, Strauss has survived a lot of other things. By the way, do you happen to know a man named Bilsko? Bilsko? Oh, you mean the big shot spy? Oh, well, I've heard of him, of course, from uh, mutual friends, uh, acquaintances, that is. I I mean, from, from people I don't even know. Pagan, is it just coincidence you happen to be here in Alamo Gordo? Coincidence? Nothing, Mr. X. That lousy little booking agent in New York said he'd get me jobs in big spots. So where does he put me? I'm afraid of us. It might even be the Desert Good Hotel. Hotel, yeah. <laughs>
do wish I had a more desirable room, Mr. Thurston. A, a larger one, I mean. I, but the desert beauty is just so crowded. That's all right. A single is fine, Mr. Weston. I might possibly have a better room in a day or two. If you're staying that long, of course. Well, my plan's a little indefinite. You're uh, here in connection with the uh, project? Just here on business. Oh. Well, if you'd care to register the name of your firm, there might be someone inquiring no, for no, you. No, firm. I work more or less on my own. Now, if I get a boy to Oh, certainly, them. certainly. I'm sorry. Carl? Carl Front? Mr. Thurston, you're not by any chance, uh, well, uh... uh John's what, Mr. Weston? Well, what I mean is that, uh, well, I... Do you want me, Mr. Weston? Oh, yes, yes, Carl, yes. Will you show Mr. Thurston up to 612? Right. This way, sir. Are you ready, Mr. Weston? If you want anything, just ring for it, Mr. Thurston. Anything at all. The elevator, sir. Thanks. What's wrong with the manager? Is he always that nervous? Oh, he is kind of a squirrel. Only been here a couple of months or so and scared of losing his job. Are, uh, are you in town on business, sir? In a way. Mm-hmm. Staying long? I'm not sure. Here we are. You left, Mr. Thurston. Thanks. You know, it's funny you're asking me about Weston. Why? Well, he's been jumpy as a cat for a week now. Acts like he's expecting somebody he doesn't want to see. That wouldn't be you, would it, Mr. Thurston? Oh, just me. Well, I'm afraid I don't have a small table at the moment. If you'll give me a name. Thurston, Ken Thurston. Mm -hmm. Are you staying here in the hotel, Mr. Thurston? Yeah, I checked in this afternoon. No, I'm sorry. You'll have to wait. We do try to give preference to our guests. Oh, that's all right. My name is Eva Lane. You're uh, going to be with us long. I'll reserve you a table from now on. Well, I haven't decided definitely yet. Mm -hmm. I suppose you're here on uh, business? You, too. Good evening, Miss Lane. Oh, how are you, Miss Weatheridge? Simply ravenous, my dear. Well, I have a table already for... Oh, uh, Miss Weatheridge, would it be an imposition if Mr. Thurston joined you? Mr. Thurston? Oh, this gentleman, Miss Weatheridge, Mr. Thurston. Oh, well, how, how do you do? do? Miss Weatheridge is our town librarian. No, no, look, I don't want to impose. Oh, nonsense. It's not every day I have a chance to corner a handsome man for dinner. <laughs> you come along now. Oh, I think. Uh, this way, please. <laughs> Are you staying here at the hotel, Mr. Thurston? Yes, I came in this afternoon. Oh, uh, something to do with that white uh, sand thing, I suppose? No, not exactly. Oh, here we are, right next to the window. Oh, a lot of good that does. With nothing out there but a dark alley. Well, you can dream, Miss Weatheridge. Oh, with you. I'll send a waiter. Uh, Mr. Thurston, I do hope you can talk about something besides... Signs and cosines, or whatever it is these engineers around here get all excited about. I imagine the town is pretty well overrun with scientists. Overrun? It's crawling with them. Everybody works for the project. Ladies what, and you... gentlemen, oh. I shall now render for you a little number. Oh, oh he's terrible, Mr. Thurston. Absolutely terrible. You don't say. Now, this one is a special bacon Zeltzman arrangement. Now, uh, one and two and Oh, dear. Oh, 
Miss Weatherly, that's you what you mean. I simply cannot understand why they don't get rid of it. Here, back away from that window. <laughs> what happened, Mr. Simpson? Came from the alley. Well, whoever did it got away all that. Listen, what, what happened? What was that? Somebody fired a shot through the window, Miss Lane. A shot? But why would they do anything like that? I don't know. Maybe they didn't like that singer. What's his name? Zosmith. Well, you can take it there at the reservation desk, Mr. Thurston. Oh, thanks. Excuse me. Of course. Thurston speaking. Mr. Thurston, this is Bartley at the post office. Oh, yes? I uh, have a new shipment here addressed to Lisbon. I think you might be interested Interested enough to be over there right away. Goodbye. We will continue with The Man Called X in just a moment. Now, here's a word from RCA Victor. Soon, another baseball season will be underway, and it promises to be the biggest and the best yet. It's the 75th anniversary of the National League and the 50th anniversary of the American circuit. And these milestones attest to the enduring enjoyment we derive from our national pastime. It's the American way, baseball today. So get out to the park as often as you can, and uh, when you can't, do the next best thing. Root for your favorite team on RCA Victor Million Proof Television. Its quality is proven in over 2 million homes. That one word, quality, explains why RCA Victor is America's most owned television. See your RCA Victor dealer soon. While you're there, order your copy of a truly unusual RCA Victor record, Fran Warren's Recording Session, only 25 cents with the purchase of any one of the 27 great records in the RCA Victor's new Singers Single Series. And now to continue with The Man Called... Starring Herbert Marshall with Leon Velasco as Pagan Zellschmidt. Reports from a spy found in a dead man's room would sent Ken Thurston to Alamogordo, New Mexico, and the highly secret White Sands Rocket Project. So far, Ken has been shot at, questioned by several people. He has obtained a letter mailed a few hours ago by the unknown spy. At the moment, Ken awaits in his hotel room for a man he sent for earlier. Come here. <clears throat> Mr. X, why are you pointing that gun at me? Not a reason in the world, Pagan, now that I know it's you. Come on in, ask me some questions. Huh? What for? Well, everybody else in the place does. Not me. I should run every time I see you. All I get around is, is a lot of trouble. Stand a buck or two now and then. Now, like tonight, for instance. All set for my big number, and what happens? You have to go and get, get shot at. Not necessarily. That shot could have been meant for you. Happens every single time I... Me? You just couldn't resist talking, could you, Pagan? Talking? Talking about what? I just picked up a letter over the post office mail from this hotel. I broke a few regulations and opened it. Yes, yeah, take a look. Why, it's not even signed or anything. It's just type it. Read it. Well, it says, uh... The man called X is here. We'll try to eliminate him and his stupid assistant before sending any more reports. <laughs> well, looks like you're in a lot of trouble, Mr. Thurston. Yes. Who do they mean by stupid assistant? Oh, I guess it's somebody you... I, I mean, somebody who... Uh... Oh, no. Come on, Pagan. Who did you talk to? Mr. X, I, I swear by the father of my father. I... Mr. Thurston. 
Somebody's outside the door. Yeah, stay where you are. The door's unlocked, Mr. Weston. You didn't need that key. Well, I, I didn't know you were in, Mr. Thurston. Obviously. I mean, I, I, I simply wanted to check your room and uh, be sure everything was all right, I mean. It is. Good night, Mr. Weston. But is... That is, I... I, I... Good night, Mr. Thurston. Is that the guy who paid you to tell who I am, Pagan? Mr. Thurston, sir, help me. I... Well, the, the only one I just might have mentioned it, it was that Eva cookie. The hostess in the dining room, huh? Yeah, I only want to impress her, you understand. It's a possibility, all right. In contact with lots of people, she's plenty of opportunity. Uh, she's a real frosty tomato. Uh, that is, if you know what I mean. No, I don't exactly. But I'll try to find out tomorrow at lunch. <laughs> I don't know what Mr. Weston may say about this, you know. Well, what can you say? You're all on duty till six, are you, even? No, but I mean about my having lunch with a guest in a hotel. I don't know how he feels about that sort of thing. Well, since we don't know any differently, let's assume he's all for it. <laughs> I guess that's one way of solving a problem, Mr. Thurston, by just assuming an answer. Sure. I do a lot of assuming. Oh? That sounds interesting. What do you assume about me? Oh, that you're charming, you're lovely. Well, now. Well, of course, that's not a function, really. It's self-evident. <laughs> Better all the time. You know... Yes? I don't think you've been a hostess very long. Amazing. You're right. <laughs> Only a couple of months, as a matter of fact. What did you do before you came here to the Desert Butte? Office job for the government at Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Mm. Seem to have a special fondness for big research projects. Well, there's a, a kind of excitement, like like the old boom towns, and I, I just oh, hello, Mister Weston. Oh, oh, good afternoon, Miss Mister Thurston. Everything's all right here too, Mister Weston. Miss Lane, Miss Lane, what is the meaning of this? I don't believe I know. He's what... been questioning you. That's what it is. What? Now don't tell him a thing. Not one thing. Do you hear me? If you do, I'll find out. Oh, I'll. Mister Weston. Oh yes, yes, sir. You'll, uh, you'll have to excuse me. I'll speak to you later, Miss Lane. I, I don't understand it. What did he mean? Well, you apparently thought you might tell me something that I might want to know. Of course, that's uh, only an assumption. dollars, Mr. Thurston. Oh, if you only knew what risks I took, what danger I was Well, in. come on in and shut the door, Pega. The main thing is, did you get the samples? Oh, sure, here they are. As far as I could find out, there's only five typewriters in the whole hotel. I got them all. Hmm. Well, these two don't match. This one doesn't. Huh? Elite type on this sheet. The letter and the port sign typer. And this one's out, too. You don't mean I gotta go and get some more samples? Not now, anyway. What about that book I wanted from the library? Oh, sure, I got it, Mr. Thurston. But I still can't figure out why you want to read about the Indian art of the Great Southwest. Oh, it might be a highly interesting subject. <laughs> Not unless you're gonna paint some old pots or something. Hmm. Hmm, what? Oh, I wish I knew what's cooking around here. 
Come in. Here's a martini you phoned down for, Mr. Thurston. Martini? Oh, well, set it there on the dresser, Carl. All right, sir. Uh, anything else, sir? No, thanks. Well, Pagan, business is picking up. Not for me, it isn't. And the least you could have done is was the order one for me, too. Well, you can have that one if you want it. Oh, well, now, that... Of course, you'll probably die if you drink it. Die? What do you mean? Well, I didn't throw him down for any martini. How are you, Eva? I saved the table for you, now. Good. Oh, there you are, Mr. Thurston. No. You're late this evening. Yeah, I guess I am at that. How are you, Miss Witheridge? Just stuffed. I gorged myself on three French pastries while waiting for you. Stay and have coffee with me, won't you? Oh, I'd love it. But I've got a foot-high stack of work waiting over at the library. <laughs> That's tomorrow night. Fine. Good night, Miss Witheridge. Good night. This way, Mr. Thurston. Thanks. Convinced Mr. Weston that you hadn't told me anything? No. It's funny, he hasn't even mentioned it. Here we are. I'll have the table cleared right away. Good evening, Mr. Thurston. Oh, hello, Pagan. <laughs> Just in time for my act. Only this time, please don't foul it up, eh? You mean it was my fault I got shot at? Well, you antagonize people, Mr. X. And I worked two days on this number. All right, Pagan. Try to be humble in the presence of art. What do you mean, art? It's a fast box. Good evening, Mr. Thurston. Oh, hello, Carl. Ladies and gentlemen, I shall now render you my special rendition. Have you heard him before? No, he was interrupted last night. You're lucky. There ought to be a law. Quiet. Quiet, please. See you later, Mr. Thurston. Bye. Sorry, folks, my pizzicato slipped. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Pearson. I almost forgot to use the package for you. Oh, thanks. I'll send a waiter right away. You'd do anything to break up my ass, anything. Yeah. Even try to blow myself up with a time bomb. What happened, Mr. Thurston? What was that? You ought to know, Eva. You brought me the package. But I don't know anything about it. Mr. Weston gave it to me and said... Said that... what? What did I say? Mr. Weston, where did you get that package you sent in to me? Why? Why, I didn't get it anywhere. Somebody left it at the hotel desk, that's all. Mr. Thurston, you can tell the owners any story you please, but... What owners? Why, why the owners of this hotel... You're an investigator for them, aren't you? So that's why you're so nervous. Scared of your own shadow. Mr. Thurston, if you don't hurry up and get whoever's doing this, they're going to get you. Yeah, I know. Pagan, do you still carry that set of skeleton keys? Mm. Well, as a matter of fact, just an accident. Uh, only keepsake, you know. Oh, sure, sure. Come on, let's go. Mr. X. 
Yeah, that's the last key on the ring. Uh, just a second, just a second. I told you so. Quiet, let's go in. Easy now. Good evening, Miss Weather. Interesting letter you're typing. Man called X has now been eliminated, so we'll resume reports within the next few days. Mr. Thurston, you're, you're making a mistake. The typing itself is even more interesting. It matches some reports I found in Lisbon after Bilko was killed. Bilko is dead. It also matches the typing on the library card Pagan took out this afternoon. So that's why you wanted that book. And it matches the typing on the package of dynamite. At least it smells like dynamite. I don't know what you mean. It's a nice position for a spy, a librarian. Good chance to discuss technical matters with engineers, scientists, so on. Why did you do it, Miss Weatheridge? Money? That's right, Thurston, money. Now don't oh. move. <laughs> well, Carl, I plan to call on you later. There's a lot of trouble this way. You didn't like my martini, huh? Not when I found it hadn't been charged to my room bill. Well, we can't think of everything. Yeah, I, I, I guess I'd better be going now. I just came over here to borrow a book, you understand? Tell Smith, come back here. Huh? Wait. Why, I never saw these people before in my life. I, I said come back oh, here. All right, Carl, give me that gun. Oh, you, Thurston. Let go of the car. Mr. Thurston. It went off. He's killed. No. Yeah. First Bill Skull and now Carl. Well, Miss Weatheridge, it looks as though you're left to face it alone. I've thought for a long time it was going to end like this. I guess I've always known we couldn't win. You knew you couldn't win, but you still kept on. Selling out your country, selling out yourself. Tell me something. Where can a traitor spend his treason money? What can he buy that's as valuable as what he sells? Is there some bargain I've never heard of that's worth more than a person's soul? Our star Herbert Muckle will return in just a moment. When we ask you to try Anison for the relief of pain due to a headache, neuritis, or neuralgia... We're not asking you to try a new or unproved method. For there are many people listening in now who have been introduced to Anison tablets by their own dentist or physician. You who have received Anison this way know the effective, incredibly fast relief these tablets bring. Anison is like a doctor's prescription. That is, Anison contains not just one, but a combination of medically proven active ingredients in easy-to-take tablet form. People by the thousands are using modern Anison today instead of other ways. Doesn't their experience seem worth following? Try Anison the next time you suffer pains from headache, uritis, or neuralgia. You will be delighted with the results. Ask your druggist for Anison today. Anison is spelled A-N-A-C-I-N. Now, here is our star, Mr. Herbert Marshall. Thanks for being with us. The folks you heard in tonight's cast were Betty Lou Gerson, Eleanor Audley, Bill Wright, 
Peter Lee, Harry Bartell, and Carlton Young. Next week, Puerto Rico, where an innocent fishing trip turns into a race against death. And, of course, there'll be Leon Belasco along with Pay Zellschmidt. So join us, won't you, when next I return as a man called X. Good night. Called X is a Saturday night feature on NBC's five show festival of comedy, music, mystery, and drama. Brought to you by RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, first in television. And by the makers of Anison for fast relief from pain of headache, Unitas Neuralgia. The Man Called X, starring Herbert Marshall, is a J. Richard Kennedy production with music composed and conducted by Felix Mills. Tonight's story was written by Les Crutchfield. All characters and incidents on this program are fictitious. Any resemblance to actual characters or incidents is purely coincidental. Be sure to listen tomorrow evening for The Big Show with Tallulah Bankhead and a great parade of stars. The Sunday night feature of NBC's All-Star Festival. And until next week, same time and station, this is Jack Latham saying goodnight for The Man Called X. Enjoy the hit tunes on your hit parade on NBC. The Man Called X was an international espionage thriller that aired from July 1944 to May 1952. Herbert Marshall played Ken Thurston, secret agent who traveled the world taking on dangerous cases, frequently involving beautiful and mysterious women in a variety of exotic locales. The announcer in early episodes described Thurston as... The man who crosses the ocean as readily as you and I cross town. He is the man who travels today as you and I will travel tomorrow. He is the man who fights today's war in his unique fashion so that tomorrow's peace will make the world a neighborhood for us all. The fortunate casting of gifted British actor Herbert Marshall, whose impressive career spanned almost four decades, provided high-quality, sophisticated shows. Marshall effortlessly played Thurston as a suave man of the world, reminiscent of Cary Grant or David Niven, and a precursor to James Bond. The role of Pagan Zeldschmidt, Thurston's somewhat shady sidekick, was played by Russian-born Leon Belasco, whose resume was almost as impressive as Marshall's. And now, kids, it's time for a Comic Web Radio Secret Society code. One, five, seven, twenty-six. Just enter this code at www.comicweb.com slash secretsociety.htm. Deciphering the code will give you all the benefits of membership in the Comic Web Radio Secret Society. Benefits include more free episodes, fun facts, a certificate of membership, and you get 15% off any order from the Comic Web. Just use the word on checkout where we ask for a coupon code. The code again is 15726. If you have any comments on how to improve our podcast, please send an email to us or fill out our, the survey on our website. Our email is editor at comicweb.com, and we would appreciate anyone leaving reviews of the podcast on iTunes or anywhere else. Thanks, and have a good week.